hey, there's a chance we'll be using our grown-up language in this episode. So if you have little kids around, you might want headphones. You might also want a stiff drink. Hey, I'm not judging. Please parent responsibly. Hi, this is Adam. And this is Lisa. And this is Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. I almost forgot my drink there. I know. It was a sad time. I'm scurrying, so if the audio is a little weird, that's what was happening. Uh, gin and tonics tonight. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. What is this a is this a blackberry garnish? Yes, with blackberry garnish because we had blackberries. <laughs> so I was like, you know, blackberries and gin go good together. Those are good. Those are friends. So very nice. And, and, a, and a twist of lime. A twist of lime. That's good. Yeah, you did well. Nice. Thanks. You're becoming quite the amateur uh, alcoholic and manipulator. Uh, yes. Yes. It's true. I am. Uh, I make really good egg foam drinks. Which I don't care which, for. Which uh, Adam does not like. But then whenever I make something where I'm like, oh, I used up all these egg yolks, I guess I'm just going to have to make like eight whiskey sours. Indeed. <laughs> It'll be fine. It's the price you pay. <laughs> so you'll live. Yes. But it's fine. But no, no. Good drink. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. I wish it was like a crisper summerier day. Mm. But there's yeah, nothing we would, can do about that. It would that. be ideal for like a August. Like. Yeah. Just got home from a festival. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, I feel so gross. And you're like, oh, this is so like refreshing. Yeah, Light exactly. Exactly. I want to, I want this make-believe day to be real. <laughs> Except for the festival part, I just want to be like, and I went to the mailbox and back. Right, I know. Now I need something refreshing and crisp. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's my plan. That's not a terrible plan. But right now it's like freezing, and our trees are all glazed with and, ice. And oh yeah, a hundred percent. It is. Uh, it's an icy storm out there. But I'm in here making tropical drinks and gin drinks because you know I don't give a fuck. This is the. Uh... <laughs> This is the Jimmy Buffett way to be. So, mm-hmm. I mean, weather weather this week is wild. Where it's like it's sixty, and then it's fifteen, and then it's like thirty, and then it's like twenty four, and then it's like fifty seven, and you're like, can, can you pick a lane? Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't even care what lane. My man. favorite is like when it's like twenty degrees and raining, and you're like, those don't. I don't know how it could be twenty degrees and raining. How's that happen? Yeah. And then it just freezes to everything. You're like, oh, that's how that happens. Soup's cool. Yay. That's brilliant. So. So how was your week? Oh, not too bad. Just kind of chill. You know, just. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like it after, you know, uh, we went, we went and saw your family this weekend for the long weekend. Yeah. We traveled out of town for the long weekend. And that was fine. Yeah, it was fine. Mm -hmm. We attended my grandfather's memorial, so it wasn't like all happy fun times no no Uh, but it it was good it was good to see everyone like it's also been almost two months since the actual death which means like it's not as acute of a loss but it i mean it's still it's it's not as yeah but it's not as soon people have had time to process some things so that's good yeah it was nice but it was yeah it was good to see people but which it was under better circumstances right but But, and it's always a whirlwind Mm -hmm. no matter what um, yeah, so like... I swear we could stay there a week, and it's like, what even happened? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> like, it's just a blur. It's, it's, it's just how it is. Um, yeah, and then 
work, and then I've been, uh, I decided I was, I wanted to get rid of all this stuff that I've been meaning to get rid of, so I worked on putting it on our Buy Nothing group, um, which is a lot of work, and, like... Mm -hmm. Just remember, it's still ten times better than a, like, yard sale. Yeah, oh no, it's a zillion times better than a yard sale, but, um... It's still a lot of work. It's still a lot of work to, like, manage and, you know, be like, do it, roll a dice and be like, you won. You get to come and pick it up. And then, like, people won't come and pick it up. <laughs> I do need to say, uh, you were like, how do we select these people? Oh, I think I'll roll a die. Adam, can I use your dice? And I'm like, I'm so proud, mm -hmm. my baby. And I was like, oh, uh, I need a 12-sided dice. I need, like, oh, this one has three, so we'll use we'll use that, the 10-sided dice. And if we roll a zero, we'll re-roll. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. So, if you need three, I would use the six-sided die. Anyway, but it was what they you had. had. The nine-sided die. It was, die it was in, in their, their hand. hand. It was and the ten-sided, like, but yeah. I was like, just use the one that you have. For the record, I don't have any nine-sided die, but mm -hmm. but you know, it's fine. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I was like, oh yes, you yeah, can so use my, all my chaos generation tools. Right. So my kids rolled dice, and I, then I messaged random strangers. Um, and my kids were like, who won? And I was like, literally no one I know. Like, they're, just because they live in our neighborhood doesn't mean I know them. I don't know any of these people. <laughs> no. And it's not like they even necessarily live in our neighborhood because it's like our whole, like, quadrant of town. Right, right. So it could be anywhere. It could be anyone. But, like, I hope they enjoy these bibs that apparently I have, even though my youngest child is fully... We kind of kept them around. Years old. <laughs> we kept them around for a little bit because we had some younger nieces and nephews. But now, like our youngest niece is like five. So right, everyone, like, everyone is kind of aged out, and you're like, I, I don't need these bibs. I, I don't think so. It's too much. I rely on people who would bring a baby to my world to understand. You bring your own bib. Bring your own point. stuff at this yeah. point. Yeah, we're we're out of practice. So, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so I did that, and that was fun. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been playing a lot of Destiny. Yeah. Yeah, apparently I have a mistress. Her name is Destiny. Oh. Um, it's the it deals a lot of time. They, they just launched a new season this mm -hmm. week. It's called uh, the Witch Queen. Mm -hmm. The Witch Queen. And uh, is she very sexy? <sighs> she is, isn't she? <laughs> it's complicated. Adam was trying to be like, oh, you know, it's, it, these people are like warriors, and I was—they have all these like armor on, and I was like, they're awful snatched for, uh, yeah, having a lot of armor on because male gaze, and uh, he was like, I'd love to be able to tell you you're wrong. <laughs> I'd love to. I will say but... the Titan class is a little less endowed. Okay, they tend to be a little more, you know, Louisa from. Enchanted. Sure, sure. You know, that kind of build, as opposed to the, like, warlocks who are very... Mm hmm Yeah. They're... Yeah. They're out there. Yeah. Yeah. They also don't wear as much armor, so it's more, like, close-fitting stuff. It's a whole thing. Mm -hmm. The hunters are kind of in the middle. It's important to know your classes. Sure. But, uh, Sabathun is the Witch Queen, and she is, like, this undead moth lady. Mm-hmm. But sexy. Uh, she... I mean... You could definitely tell there were some attempts made. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> and I mean, like her mouth opens the wrong direction, I and mean, like she's you, real creepy. You gotta want to like, sleep with everything on the screen, otherwise, like this is the problem: is like men are incapable of having empathy for a human. They don't want to fuck. 
I mean, I'm not really into <laughs> Zavala, but he's fine. He's fine. I mean, he's okay. He's advanced by Lance Riddick, mm-hmm. who's got that, like, real deep It's register. a good voice. It's a great voice. Well, that's the other thing about Savathage. She's got, like, a real sultry, like, mm-hmm. almost flirtatious voice to her. Right. So, like, a real deep register to her. Right, because so, like, something has to be sexy. Gotta, yeah. Gotta keep it sexy. And she does sashay when mm-hmm. given the opportunity. Yeah. She's got almost, I mean, it's almost a drag queen vibe. Like, it's... Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's definitely more costume than yes you know but anyway, i'm not i'm not mad at it it's just like of just course of, co- of course these fucking warriors <laughs> are out here looking not like warriors <laughs> but whatever man yeah there was a there was a joke because there was a framing of like a cutscene where like your hunter's butt was in shot and it was like Oh, I mean that's that's nice. Uh, that's a nice, nice glutes. You've been working out, obviously. Mm, obviously. And you know, so yes, that happens. But it was yeah. for all genders. If that's good, it was the same cutscene. If you're a boy or girl, that's good. I guess. I guess equal opportunity ogling. Equal opportunity. I would say oogling, but ogling I guess works. Are they different words? Are they the same word? I mean, I'm I'm I know the word with two O's at the front. Uh huh. G L I N G. Yeah. Oogling. I see. Oogling. I say oogling. 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 Interesting. Potato. Potato. Let's call the whole thing <laughs> off. By the way, I played that song for our kids the other day. Oh, you did? Yeah. About, were they talking about the free variation of speech? Yeah. Well, they said potato, potato, tomato, tomato, and then they're like, "Where's that from?" And I was like, "Oh, from a song." Play the song and. Um, our smart talky lady was more than happy to oblige and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's fun. I was like, yeah. Yeah, not was, bad. And they got the, is it the Louis Armstrong Ella Fitzgerald version? Mm. Was the was the one it picked. That's not a bad version. That's, that's a fantastic version, yeah. I'm going to say. That's going to say, if cheers. I had to pick a version. Yeah, cheers to that. It's good. And yeah. we watched a movie. We did. Uh, discussion of this movie, we can't believe we didn't review it already. Right. We have seen this movie so many times, mm-hmm. um, but perhaps we were like, this movie is so fucking delightful, how would we even have a podcast about it? Yeah, we can't track this movie, so you guys are just going to have to let us like fawn over the tight narrative and funny characters and snappy writing. Right, right. So, uh, movie is Big Hero 6. Right. A goddamn delight. And it starts with some amazing world building. Mm-hmm. So you're in New Tokyo, New or no San Francisco, Tokyo, San Francisco, San Francisco. That's correct. Uh, which is a portmanteau and a smash up, literally, of Tokyo and San Francisco. So um, the movie doesn't go into this, but in the comic books, mm-hmm. does it talk about? How San Francisco was formed, like, does the earthquake that's threatening to, like, push California into the ocean happen and California become a Yeah, basically, an basically, there's a massive earthquake that smashes Tokyo into San Francisco. That's a massive earthquake. That's a real big there's, earthquake. There's a really big hand wave. Yeah. I could see... Okay, the, I can't see any of it happening, but... Yeah. It is... It's... Slightly more plausible that uh, California just be 
becomes a its own island for a little while. Yeah. So I think in this world, I was reading somewhere or listening to something, and they were talking about the fact that um, really what they're they're driving for is like Japan colonized. Japan colonized the, uh, the west coast of America yeah. a lot harder, mm-hmm. and there's just a much more pronounced like think of like there was a you know a, well not Chinatown but Japantown San Francisco yeah yeah that just overran the place okay that like that makes way more sense where it's just like oh no and then you know like America ends at the Mississippi <laughs> like <laughs> yeah that makes sense or if um um uh, man of the high tower kind of thing mm-hmm. uh where world war Two did not go well the yes. germans took pretty much everything from the mississippi east japan took everything from the rocky mountains west right the middle is just kind of this like nobody frontier wants land yeah nobody cares about nebraska yeah i think um mexico took like texas though but obs yeah they obviously came up and took like no, this was ours anyway. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll let you have the coast of California, but apparently the Zimmerman telegram made it through. That's a history reference. Google it. It's. I mean, yes. This is this is a podcast where you tune in to learn things, isn't it? Though. <laughs> but anyway, but so we're in New uh, San or I can't Not say New, New San, San Francisco. Francisco. We're in San Francisco. San Francisco. Um, and we're at the bot fights. So you pan on the Golden Gate Bridge, but the Golden Gate Bridge is rebuilt uh, with very... Uh, it's like those Cory Gates. Yes. Very Japanese Cory Gate uh, mm-hmm. vibe. It's cute. Yeah. There's a lot of lanterns and kites, and they have these balloons that have like uh, uh, turbines in them mm-hmm. that are apparently power generators. Wow. So they put them up in the air and they can catch the wind and generate their own... Also, this is a super right. modern city with, uh, like, subways and underground uh, and monorail and a million shiny buildings. Also trolleys. Also trolleys. Because Because, you know, gotta keep a trolley. Mm-hmm. At one point, uh, it does go by, like, uh, what are they, the Seven Sisters, the, all, the houses mm-hmm. that all look kind of the same, that are all bright colors. Right, like, the Full House houses? Yeah, the Full House houses. They make a cameo in this. So good for them. So apparently, Full House is a thing in this universe. Or just the houses. Okay, yeah, that seems more reasonable. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so we go into these bot fights. And they're kind of this weird amalgam of, like, battle bots and um, sumo wrestling. Yes. In an underground bar. Yeah. And we meet Yama, who's just destroying this poor girl's bot. Right. And then uh, Hiro pops up he's like i want to play and he's like you know doe-eyed and (laughs) innocent and they're like go home little boy and he's like but i have money they're like well if you have money so they take his money and he goes to fight and yama just destroys him Mm -hmm. he's like let me try again can i try again he's like i mean no because no one likes a sore loser he's like yeah but i got more money he's like oh that's even more money Mm-hmm. And so he puts the even more money in and then just destroys him. Yeah, and then starts to play for real. Yeah. And his bot is able to, like, break apart. And come back together. Yes. It's got, like, magnetic sensors or something in it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. 
Um, I mean, it's all like hand-waving woo-like technology, isn't it, Grand? Um, it's nanotechnology, Adam. Yeah, I mean, it might, as, it might as well be quantum. It's like, save us all. Um, but he wins, and Yama's like, nobody hustles Yama, which is what just happened. He just hustled him. He just hustled him. And so Hiro's got to make a fast retreat with his ill-gotten winnings before Yama's goons decide to beat up a 12-year-old. He is 14. Okay, fair. <laughs> but um, yes. And he barely gets out when his brother, like, comes by on a moped and picks him up. On or a, a scooter. Yeah, on a scooter. And he's like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, hop on. And then he just beats him. He's like, how could you be so stupid? This is dangerous and illegal. Right. He is driving a motorcycle while beating his brother, who is on the back of the motorcycle, for making a dangerous decision. <laughs> and I feel like if you had to be like, hey... <laughs> Uh, so... Big picture. <laughs> yeah, I, I picked him up from an illegal bot fight, but then I accidentally pushed him from a moving motorcycle, and he died. <laughs> that, that's not a winning... <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like you're not coming up on top. No. I mean... But I do understand his frustration. <laughs> but as they're escaping and avoiding the goons, they do get stopped by the cops, who are busting up an illegal bot fight. Mm-hmm. and Rig. taken to jail and one of the funny you know there's a lot of like just visual gags in this movie that pay off and one of them is that there's a jail cell just full of the people from the bar mm-hmm. and the next jail cell over is hero who is the only minor right by himself by because, himself on yeah. this whole bench and he's just like looking at the other bed jail cell like sorry guys um yeah yeah. So, so uh, their aunt, Cass, mm-hmm. comes and pays their bail or whatever. I, I don't. I don't know how. I don't know how the justice system works in San Francisco, but she, she comes. She comes, and uh, they are released into her care. And so she gets them in the truck and goes, "Are you guys okay?" And they're like, "Yeah, we're fine." And then she beats on them and is like, "How could you do such a stupid thing?" What were you thinking? I trusted you to watch your brother. I trusted you not to do anything stupid. And they're like, I'm, uh, 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 you know. Yeah, and she's like, 10 years ago, your parents died and left you in my care. And I have tried my best to raise you for 10 years. And this is the thanks I get? <laughs> I mean, I haven't always been perfect. Maybe I could have read a book. I don't know where I was going with this. Ah! <laughs> like, like, I'm so mad at you. So mad at you guys. And so she gets them in. And so that's the that's a little bit of the plot dump, which is that there are these two boys Right. Ten years ago, their parents died. Ten years ago, their parents died. They're being raised there by their mom. Aunt. Or their aunt. Mm-hmm. Also, um, they're really smart, is the other kind of sub thing that's happening. Like, they have so much potential. They're, why were you in a bot fight? Right, right. Uh, the At one point, uh, Tadashi says to Hiro, like, you graduated high school at 13, and this is what you're spending your life on. And he's like, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it turns out you can make a lot of money bot fighting. Like, why like, wouldn't bot fighting is illegal. He's like, the fighting's not illegal. The betting on bot fighting is illegal. But it's very lucrative. So, there you go. And so, but Hero's like, alright, but I just need to go to this next bot fight and make the money that I lost because the cops took it. Because, you know, that's what cops do. Right, and I'm a 14-year-old who has no bills, but I need all this money? Like... Yeah. Excuse me? You don't have a mortgage? You're not paying mortgage in San Francisco? Yeah. You don't need this money. I don't know what's playing. God, God, I hope he's paying his aunt's mortgage. Like, 
I yeah. If I was his aunt, and I was like, you were pulling in thousands upon thousands of illegal dollars, and you do not pay rent. I have a bakery downstairs. I, yeah. <laughs> we're going to be having some lessons on laundering. Right. right. Like, we can launder some money. Like, let's do this. Yeah. Like, turns out my donuts, like, that get thrown out at the end of the night, mm-hmm. didn't. Right. They got sold. Magically. But no. Yeah. I would, too. But Tadashi's like, okay, fine. I'll take you to this next bot fight. But mm-hmm. I'll, I'll drive you. But I got to make a stop. First. Right. Because, like, uh, I can't stop you from going because you'll find a way to go. But if, like, if I'm with you, at least, like, you'll be safer. Yeah. Like, I can't stop you from going, but, you know. Yeah. You gotta go with me. Yeah. So, the stop he has to make is his nerd school. Uh, His nerd school. So, he goes to a college, a... Robotics college. A graduate program, some kind of higher education. And they go into this nerd lab, and... As Hero calls it, the nerd lab. He's like, ugh, we've got to go to your nerd lab. He's like, it'll just be a minute. And this is where we meet the supporting characters. Mm-hmm. We meet here. We meet Gogo, and yes. she is making a bike with magnetic bearing suspensions. Yeah, magnetic suspension. And they're like, whoa, I never seen that on a bike. He's like, yeah, there, there's no friction, so zero resistance, faster bike. But not quite perfect yet. And she's got like a whole bin of them where she's trying to do it. Where she pulls the wheel off and chucks it into the bin. Um, And she's like, welcome to the nerd lab. Like, totally (laughs) sassy. So so much sass, like popping her gum, her like swoop of purple hair. Is she your favorite? She's real fucking cool. Uh, She is my favorite. Um, Although. Although. They're all great. They're all great. Um, I don't have favorites, but also maybe Gogo is my favorite. Yeah, Gogo is so good. Um, they're like, this is Gogo. It's like, it's nice to meet you. And they like walk around the lab for and yeah. meet all the people. They meet Wasabi, who's like making uh, like laser cutters that he can throw an apple through and get like apple chips apple out. Apple wafers. And yeah, and like uh, Hero almost walks through it. He's like, whoa, 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 don't you gotta do stay, that. You gotta stay behind the line. And then he throws the apple through the grid. He's like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah, there I should be I some, should... like. There needs to be some signage, some PPE, like a blinky light. Like there there needs to there needs to be a, an eye on the lasers where like if someone stepped over the line, the lasers don't work. Like, yeah, like an emergency shutoff. Yeah, there was like there's like zero. It was safety. just like not even unattended. It was or not even attended. It was unattended. <laughs> I mean, he was there. Uh, was no, Wasabi, Wasabi runs up. Wasabi was there. He runs up as, as Zero's walking by. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, he was not right there at the beginning. I was like, you should not leave that unattended, sir. Um, and so Wasabi's workbench has, uh, is 5S'd. Oh, um, yes. And so everything is, like, gridded out. Like, this is where this goes. This is where this goes. And it's, um, the outline of the tool is on the bench. So you knew, like, what goes where. Mm-hmm. Um... And his coffee mug has, <laughs> like, uh, gradations for coffee and milk and sugar. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you noticed that, but I thought yeah. that was cute. Uh, meanwhile, Gogo, like, stamps into his area, steals a wrench, is like, need this, and stamps off. And he's like, this is anarchy. Like, like, what the fuck? Like, society has rules. And, like, this is the most accurate description that I have ever seen. Of lab dynamics. Yes. Because there is always someone who everything is very neat 
and uh, everything is just so. And there's a fucking chaos monkey who is can stealing I, shit. Can I make a bet which one you are? <laughs> I'm a sprawler. Yes. Uh, I will take up as much lab space as is available mm -hmm. forever and ever. Amen. Uh, but I'm a good neighbor. And I always return things. So, like, I'm in the middle. Okay. Like, I do not have, I do not have a 5-est, uh, like, area unless, unless it's uh, required of me and part of my bonus, then I do. That got a little <laughs> salty at the end there. <laughs> then I do. If, if you make me do it, if you pay me to do it, I'll do it. But if you're not paying me to do it, then mm -hmm. I do my own thing. So then we meet Honey Lemon, who is mm -hmm. making a ball of tungsten carbide explode into pink gas. Okay. 500 pounds of tungsten carbide. Yeah. In a giant ball. Yeah. She weighs like 92 pounds. I mean... And she yeah. and she's wearing high heels, which which is a lab violation. Mm -hmm. She's got like go-go boots on. Like she's got... Like they're they're at least an enclosed high... They are, they are a closed toe. They are a closed toe. So she gets she gets points. Points for the closed toe. Um, and they're and they're a high platform. Yeah. Um, so she doesn't have the, like the super Barbie feet. Where I she guess. can just totter over, but like, mm, not the best, not the best of lab uh, safety shoes. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, so she weighs like 92 pounds and she's pushing 500 pounds of tungsten carbide. Like, it's a ball. Where, where does she work out? Like, does she do CrossFit? Like, I am, I'm fascinated. Wow. I'm fa does, does she have a super serum? Like, I need to know. Yeah, but she's super, like, chipper and excited and mm -hmm. just so glad she's like the one extrovert yeah and she's like oh my god a person to talk to <laughs> a new friend yes. and i'm like that and there, also and is there's allowed. also always one extrovert you are that extrovert. i am i am that extrovert i am and then there's fred who's the mascot sign spinner uh, as we like to call them the sales guy mm -hmm. who has no idea what the science actually does or is capable of doing but he's but a science shows, enthusiast. He's a science enthusiast. And he's just there for everybody. And he, he gave everybody nicknames. Yeah. And yeah. That's part of it. And so he uh he is also a chaos monkey, but mm -hmm. he seems to be confined. He has his own little like recliner and like area that's like roped off for him. Right. And I'm like, why do you have a mascot slash sign spinner slash freeloader? Just in the lab, unless it's like, hey, we need you to, like, hold this here while I weld it in place. Or, like, right. could just... somebody go figure out why the AC's not working? Yeah, like, maybe he's in charge of facilities. It was like, hey, can you, like, call somebody? Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, schedule a... Ske schedule hey, some maintenance. Hey, uh, Wasabi backed up the toilet again. Can you, mm -hmm. you know, get on that, please, and thank you? I don't know. I think he just hangs out. Yeah. Sure. And so Tadashi takes Iro up to his office and he has his own like office lab space that's not attached to the main lab. Mm -hmm. And this is where he's been working on this like doctor bot. Right. His special project. That senses when people get hurt. This is Baymax. Right. So he's like, I want to show you something. And he takes out some duct tape and Hero's like, oh, duct tape. Uh, I hate to tell you this, but. Been done. It's been invented for like. A million years. <laughs> so, yeah. And he's like, shut up, fucker. And he puts it on his arm and then peels it off really fast. And he's like, ow, what the fuck? 
And that's when Baymax, that's his keyword. Is ow, not what the fuck. Yeah. I mean, ow. although I imagine if I was programming. I would also program. If you say, oh, fuck, like I should, you should come up mm-hmm. and be like, hey. Yes. I heard the bad word. Yeah. Alternate, alternate curse words. Yeah. Uh, but what it does is it goes up, scans Eero and's like, oh, you've hurt your arm. I can spray you with back to Tracen and like make you feel better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll numb it and it'll keep it from getting infected. And he's also able to scan him and like detect like he has a mild peanut allergy. Like he's, it's a really um, creepily invasive. Oh yeah, oh yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, there's a lot of it's. Uh, there's some consent questions I have here. I mean, I feel like if you for the future, mm-hmm. if you buy this bot. Like you're, yeah, you're already signing that. Like this bot, this is my helper nurse bot. Yeah, but Tadashi was working on this. He's got him programmed with like ten thousand different medical procedures and all those different knowledge. Right, he can lift a thousand pounds. Like he's got a carbon fiber skeleton, and you know he's squishy and lovable and non-threatening. Yeah, this is his like life's work at I guess nineteen. Yeah. But... <laughs> He's like, it's going to help a lot of people. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, man. Like, I can see that. That's cool. That's real cool. And then um, they're walking out and they run into the professor. Mm-hmm. Dr. Callahan. Well, uh, Tadashi's like, hello, professor. How are you? He's like, doing well. Is this your little brother? Uh, yeah. Hey, let me see your bot. And he takes to. He's like, oh, my, my daughter was super into bot fighting for a little while. Like. Yeah. And he's like, oh, interesting. You've got. Uh, whatever he's like yeah those are callahan bearings for you know whatever he's like oh yeah i'm familiar and tadashi opens the window he's like yeah that's callahan he invented them (laughs) oh my gosh you're you're callahan like callahan's also robotics callahan something or other right and he like fangirls all over him yeah <laughs> and Professor Callan's like, yeah, it's great to meet you. <laughs> yeah, like, like, like I cannot leave this room soon enough. Bye. Well, he just kind of is like, okay, that's kind of cool. Well, and but... then also real backhanded, like, well, you know, winning must come easy with a bot like yours. And he's like, if you like things easy, my program isn't for you. Like we we push the levels of whatever, like at this place, and like, oh, that I would have been like. Fuck you. I don't want to go to your nerd school. I'm going to make a million fucking dollars, like, bot fighting, because you're a douchebag. Yeah, but you know what? You are you don't respond well to cha- direct challenge. I don't. Fuck you. But I don't need that. <laughs> here, that pushed Hero's button. Because as soon as they're out of earshot, Hero's like, I have to go to this nerd school. Like, I don't mind. I don't mind challenge. But does it have to come with douchebaggery? Like, that's the part that i'm like mm-hmm. you're an arrogant asshole yeah and i don't want to work with you but yeah i'm it in my like thinking the best of these people mm-hmm. there was a conversation between callahan and tadashi that was like all right so yeah. i need my brother to my, like my brother's like flailing and he needs you know this is something i think would be really good for him but it has to be his idea yeah so I've tried encouraging him. I need someone to make it unattainable. And if you do that, I think he's going to try harder. I know it's a stupid idea, but have you ever been around a 14-year-old boy? <laughs> they're pretty much I mean, they're, all ego. Yeah, like, all stupid ideas. It and ego just battling it out every day. Uh, interesting. So, yeah. 
I, that's my hopeful of them, too. Okay. But anyway, Hero does come out. He's like, I got to go here. How do I get in? He's like, all right. There's a student showcase where... Open everyone. Open everyone. You bring your best shit. If they like it, you get it. All right. Let's do it. And he's like, I'm going to get a great idea. I need to do it. Let's do it. I have the tiger starts playing for the montage of like getting shit done. Mm-hmm. And then it's just writer's block. It's just writer's block. He's like, I can't think of anything. And Tadashi's like, oh, I'll wash up before Dean. It's so sad. <laughs> yeah. And so they start kind of goofing. like, you're not fucking helping. <laughs> but they start goofing around the room and, and Hero sees this little bot fight fighter that had the like little little pieces that come apart and come back together. And he goes, wait a minute, there's something there. Maybe I could miniaturize that. Right. And make a shit ton of them. Yeah. And, and interesting then, things would happen. Right. So then there's the montage of him building in the garage, like little wheelie bins. Thousands. Thousands upon thousands upon thousands of these little miniature things. They're like maybe an inch long. Right. He calls them microbots. Yeah. Micro- yeah they're an inch long and they have like a pivot in the middle. So it's like a, a prism on one end, a prism on one end, and a circle in the middle. Right. And so they can, well, we don't know that yet because we go to the um, showcase mm-hmm. and all the friends are wheeling them in and kind of giving them a pet talk. Uh, Gogo says, it's time to woman up. Right. Don't, f- don't fuck this up. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, pre- it's pretty much her words of wisdom. Yeah. Uh, and Honey Lemon is like, you'll do amazing. I know you'll do amazing. I'm so excited for you. Wasabi's like, you know, I mean, like, don't like throw up on stage. Like, I guess maybe. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to tell you. I don't know what to tell I don't, you. I don't. I don't talk to people. And Fred is just going off about it in his own little world. It just, mm-hmm. I don't know. But then Tadashi's like, listen, you got this. Like, you'll be fine. Well, this is the part where Fred uh, talks about underpants, and he's yes. like, I have, I, I have an extra pair of underpants in case, you know. Yeah. You gotta be prepared. Uh, and he talks about, like, he's like, I haven't done laundry for six months because I, like, rotate it. Like, I go, like, front, and then I go back, and then I go inside out, and then I go front back. It's called recycling. And then he's <laughs> like, it's really not. And so she's like, wow, that is both impressive and disgusting. <laughs> like, yeah. But then um, it's it's Zero's turn to present. He gets up on stage, and what these microbots do is when they, he's got, like, this little like telekinetic headband right that reads he has his a thoughts. neurotransmitter yep and it allows him to direct all these little microbots into whatever the fuck he wants them to do right he can make them build he can make them transport he can make them do anything and apparently they can lift like whatever weight the world needs them to because mm-hmm, they can all come together yeah in a i got how granular do you need to make your instructions for microbots while you're thinking them? If you're like, I want you to build a bridge, can you just think, I want to build a bridge? Or you're like, no, it has to be a suspension bridge. And like, no, you, def- you definitely need different trusses. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I don't my know. experience with computers is, yeah. is you have to be pretty granular. Yeah. Um, so I feel like it would take a very skilled person to make the bots do exactly what... Well, they should be doing. I also imagine, like, he's got a headband on, but there's, like, in the bottom of one of those wheelie bins is a big computer that's, like, <laughs> receiving the signals from the headband and being like, all right, this is what he really means. Like, mm-hmm. there's some, you know, it, it's the myths, it's the do what I mean, not what I say engine. Right, um, right. Which, 
we we joke about at my at my work for our programmers that like we just need to invent the do what I mean not what I say engine. Right. And You'd make bank. It would be beautiful. <laughs> like if we could ever get that going. So um we have not yet. Yes. Um in case any investors are listening. So I mean give me three million dollars, I'll uh maybe I'll I tell will, you where I'm at I in will five take years. Your money. Um so my guess is that uh Hero, he's a really, really smart kid. And he is just thinking his thoughts in a really uh, well-planned, thought-out, engineering-focused way where all of his shit makes sense. And if you slapped that uh, on a random Joe, like, they would make whatever you thought, but, like, yeah, not in a great way. <laughs> I'm going to circle back to that thought. Put a thumbprint here. Okay. Um, but we'll, we'll talk about that. Um. But what happens after the presentation is uh, this guy comes up, Alistair mm-hmm. Cray. Alistair Cray is voiced by. I don't know. It's Alan Tudyk. Oh, I thought it was Alan Tudyk. Of course, it's Alan Tudyk. He's in all of these Disney Animation Studio CG films. Mm-hmm. Is he there? Um, John Ratzberger. John Ratzberger. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. He's that. there. Luck charm. Also, like he's always around. Yeah, he just never leaves. I like, mean, he, yeah, he's always in the studios, so like, you can be like, hey, can you like do this thing for me? Yeah. Can we you... need someone to be a chicken. Fine. Yeah, for like two hours. You will have to cluck differently every fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> he's my... like, well, I did go to Juilliard, so, <laughs> so I can do this. So um, he's like, listen, I want to buy your microbots. And this is where Callahan steps in. He's like, listen, this dude's an asshole. And I'm an asshole. I'm calling him an asshole. I know an asshole when I see one. He like he ignores sound science. He's just in it for the money. Right. He cuts corners. Yeah. He's like, don't make your bed with this guy. Like it's you come to my school, learn to do robots the right way, and then not in can... the way that just makes a lot of money. Right. And then you can do whatever you want. Question: Isn't making a lot of money doing robots the right way? I mean, late stage capitalism says yes. Most stages of capitalism <laughs> say yes. But especially the late one, which we yeah. are in now. Yeah, in, indeed. Um, and so my other question here is, like, why couldn't he just sell the bots to Cray and then still go to school and be like... Right, right. Callahan made it seem like if he sold the bots to Cray, he wouldn't get into school. Yeah. And, like, that is extremely short-sighted. Why can't you be like, yes, I want more money than my 14-year-old self could ever dream of, and also... I will go to this, like, you know, UC Berkeley <laughs> school. Right. So, uh, Hero does turn down Cray, and Callahan hands him the acceptance letter, and they, like, kind of walk off to celebrate. Castle's like, hey, free food at the restaurant, let's go. Like, you know, dessert's on me, desserts kind of thing. On me. And, and Fred is like, yes, nothing tastes better than free food. And then he's like got a little sub whispered like unless it's all moldy, and it's like re- really like because <laughs> moldy food tastes gross. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but that's where you went. I don't know. Anyway, he's had some experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Tadashi and Hiro pull back, and Tadashi is gonna do like the kind of like I'm proud I'm of so you, proud of you, like you're great. Yeah. By the way, your fly was down that entire presentation. He's like, haha, that's funny. And he looks like oh my gosh, and zips up real quick. And you're, he's like, oh my gosh, you doofus, like. It's like, no, really, I'm proud of you. It'll be great to see you there. I'm glad you're going to do something with this. Right, you're going to do great work. You're going to be awesome. Let's let's focus on that. And yeah. Like, okay, cool. 
And then... And then there's a fire. There's a fire in the fire breaks out. And everybody's running out, and somebody, like, says, Callahan's still in there to Dadashi. Because, why not? I mean, like... I mean, like, she, I think, was a rando in the uh, lab. Yeah. So, like, she knew Tadashi. I knew Callahan. Yeah, she, I think, was, uh, when you first pan into the lab, there is people whose robots are playing ping pong. Yeah, she's one of them. And she's one of the people whose robots Uh, are playing ping pong. That makes a little more sense. Good catch. And uh, so she's like, Callahan is still in there. So she knows both Callahan and Tadashi. And so Tadashi gets resolute face and runs into the... Uh, expo to rescue him. Of course, right before he does, the hat that he never ever took off blows off his head. And then everything blows off his head because the place explodes. And then the place explodes and Tadashi dies. And Tadashi dies. There's a little funeral montage, a little memorial for him, Callahan. Right, everyone everyone has black clothes and a black umbrella to use in the rain mm-hmm. at this uh at this funeral. funeral. If I was invited... To a random funeral. Like, I have a black outfit. I do not have a black umbrella. My umbrella would have, like, fucking Care Bears on it. Like, because it's, it's just the umbrella I have. Yeah. And I'm not buying a black umbrella just for just to mourn. I don't even know where to secure a black umbrella at, the, at that kind of notice. Right. It's, yeah. Right. I don't think I would have the foresight to be like, oh, my umbrella is too cheerful mm. uh, for this dirge. I don't know. But, but they but they understood the assignment and they all came with black umbrellas. Yeah. So then we're back at the house and Tadashi or Tadashi's dead. Uh Hiro's sitting there mm-hmm. just moping, uh, as you would do after the significant loss of your one remaining immediate family member. Right, right. And so um Cass comes to cheer him up, gives him some food, takes away like a untouched plate of food. From like the last meal. Mm-hmm. Um Talks to him about maybe going back to school. So, like, apparently he's not eating. He's not going to school. Kid is Mondo depressed. Right, right. And she, he, like, has his curtains all drawn so it's dark. And, like, she pulls them so it's open. He's like, you know, I talked to school. It's not too, it's not, you know, you let, it's been a couple of weeks since classes start, but it's not too late. Like. They'll cut you some slack. Like, mm-hmm. they understand. And they'll cut you up. And I, I think, I think it would be good for you. Mm-hmm. And he kind of, like, Googles bot fights, but doesn't really do anything. He kind of thinks about... He gets a video message from, like, all the kids that are like, Hey, man, we want to see you at school. It'd be great. Like, we just want to help and support you. And then, like, he stands up with his bot and drops it on his foot and says, Ow. Mm-hmm. And then Baymax, who I didn't even realize was in this room, mm-hmm. like, poofs himself up. And he's like, I was alerted for your... For help when you said ow. Well, the, I think the best part of this scene is like he Baymax inflates and you're like, okay. But Baymax is on the other side of this bed that's not that far away from the wall. And Baymax is, he's chubby. He's a, he's a big dude. He's full of a, a lot of poofy air. And so he's got to like squeeze himself sideways around the bed. Mm-hmm. And then around the foot of the bed, which is also a tight fit. And like turn himself into the door and he's not quite lined up so then he has to like take a step to the side then walk out right it's a very awkward awkward uh slow motion slow motion intro <laughs> and like to or heroes just sit there looking at him like really and he's like i heard you i heard my activation word on the scale of one to ten how would you rate your pain how he's like you rate your pain like a zero like i'm fine i'm not hurt at all it was just and so then it's Baymax trying to, like, scan him and probe him and figure out what's going on. 
and he's like i just want to be left alone dude like just ignore this is like i'm fine i'm fine just just leave me alone and he scans him he's like don't scan me scan complete like <laughs> like your neurotransmitters are fucked up also your hormone levels are off the charts my diagnosis is puberty and he's like uh yeah we're done here he's like let me tell you about all the hair you'll grow in weird places he's like no 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 i'm good 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 it's <laughs> like stop, really stop. just no and hero ends up kind of tripping and falling between his dresser and his bed and he's like ow and then but he like grabbed his shelf on the way down so his shelf is sloped and, and like, all of these awards are falling on his head. Some of these awards towards, are real fucking big. Well, some it's toys, too. Toys uh, and awards. One of the toys that falls is a cyborg from Wreck-It Ralph, if you pay attention. Oh, um, that's a good Easter egg. He lands on him and he's like, ow. And every time he says ow, like, by Max tries to say, are you okay? But it's like, are you ow? Are, are you? Oh, ow. Are you? Oh, ow. How ow. would you rate your pain? <laughs> and he's like, Okay, we're like still at a zero. I'm fine, but uh, everyone's like, you appear to be stuck. He's like, I kind of am. So he has to kind of like slide down to like under the bed to get out because mm-hmm. of the way he's stuck. But when he rolls over, he sees his pants jiggling, like the pants under his bed, not like yeah. his. That, that's a different movie. Um, he sees his. Uh, yes. And he reaches in and he's got. One on. single microbot. And it, and it's going crazy. And so he throws it into a conveniently available Petri dish. Yeah. Yeah. These are the kind of kids who have their own Petri dishes just up in their room. Yeah. And he's like, huh, weird. I thought everything was done here. Right. But so this they, bot's obviously trying to get somewhere. Right. The bots are programmed to find each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all the other bots were destroyed in a fire. So what's so what's going on here? Where is this bot trying to go? Right. It's a mystery. It's a mystery, and Baymax is like, "Yes, it is a mystery." Would solving this mystery make you feel better? And he's like, <laughs> "Yeah, sure. Like, knock yourself out." It's like, "Okay, let's do it." <laughs> and so Baymax just goes downstairs, walks to the restaurant, and starts crossing the street to find out where this bot's going. When Hira realizes that he's actually literally taking up, he's like, oh shit, like, this was Tadashi's thing. Like, I can't... I can't lose it or destroy it. Like, I I think there's a sentimentality there, but also, like, he does have kind of a weird affinity towards robots that, like, Mm -hmm. you know, he's he's trying to help him out, but... yeah. So he has... Also, there's a little bit of, I'm gonna get in trouble. Yeah. Oh, definitely that, too. So he's gotta go get Baymax... And he chases him through uh, San Francisco, Sokyo. Yes. And it's it's a comedic little yeah, it's jaunt. Cute. It's cute. But it doesn't go too long, which I appreciate. Yeah, the editing in this movie is it's good. tight. Uh, and they end up at a warehouse. Mm-hmm. And that's where Iro catches up with Baymax. And he's like, Baymax is like, this is where your bot is trying to go. And he's like, oh, I mean, like, creepy warehouse. Cool. Huh. Real, real far from where the fire happened. Cool, Weird. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, cool. Let's go in. And so he climbs in, and the Baymax tries to follow him, but can't get through the window. He has to deflate a little bit. And it's like this. It's hilarious. He's just like, mm, like this so whistling. So slow and loud. It's like, great. Zero stealth. Again, again he's a hundred on stealth. <laughs> like, yeah. 
he again he um this is shades of you know the first scene where we see baymax trying to get out from behind the bed and it's slow and it's awkward and it's painful to watch same same z and so he's trying to do that and then he finally inflates enough that he can get through the window and then he's like i need to reinflate one moment please and like starts like sounds like an air mattress reinflating because mm-hmm. he basically yeah, there's, is there's like not not a lot of stealth that happens with baymax yeah and um they see movement in the thing and Euro's like grabs a broom for defense because I mean it was it, round it was round a broom is better than nothing fair like if you crack a broom on someone's head like it wasn't your arm yeah it was you know? yeah it would be yeah I, I'd take a broom over nothing but still yeah uh, and he goes to investigate and he sees there's this little production facility that's just cranking out all of these microbots mm-hmm. he's like wait what how how is somebody making my microbots how did they how they figure it out where they come from and as he's talking to to baymax about this all of the like crappy 55 gallon drums full of microbots start to like ooze upward in these um like like, spires spires and points and jagged Mm -hmm. things and uh, they're activated because they've been spotted. This is what I want to talk to you about. Okay. This is what I want to circle back up. So do you remember kind of the motif that was in a lot of Eros constructions? Uh, they were like like pentagons and... Uh... Yeah. A lot of open lattice like mm-hmm. hexagons and pentagons. Like yeah. Very... Um, open lattice honeycomb structure. Yeah. Very, very nicely done. Uh, things were very organic and fluid. When we start seeing the microbots moving here, it's very solid, geometrical, lots of straight lines, lots of like... It's like metal lattice. Yeah, it's it's way different. It's a way different um, structure. It's crystalline. Yeah, very, yeah, very crystalline. Very. That's a good way of putting it. I think this is one of the differences between how brains direct. How brains direct the microbots. Yeah. Because he was like, make a tower. And they're like, well, you didn't give us any specifics. So we're making an ugly fucking tower. <laughs> or it's just like, like you said, you know, Eero grew up thinking about organic structures and honeycombs and benzene rings or like whatever. He's he, he's building open flowing structures. Whereas the guy in the Kabuki mask that's going to show up in a second thinks in metal like strong crystals and mm-hmm. like jagged edges and like efficiency and you know yeah. i think yeah efficiency over elegance but there is definitely a difference between the way the two of them construct their structures yes and yes. it's i they could have not done that mm-hmm. but they did but they did and it's very good so good for them so they have to run away, uh, and Baymax is running away, and he's like, I am not fast. And <laughs> it was like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Like, you're going to get his kill. Um, they do manage to escape. Uh, there's a brief chase through, like, town? Yeah. Through, like, back alley town. Yeah. Um, and they manage to get to a police station and file a report. Mm-hmm. And the policeman... Bless his heart. 
Yeah. Doesn't He's doing the best. any of this shit, though. He's like, all right. So... Say that again. He's like, this guy is making my microbots. All right. So he's making them. No, well, he stole them. He stole my ideas and he stole my microbots. And then he's making new microbots from my stolen ideas. He's like, all right. So when your microbots were first stolen, did you report? Well, I thought they were blown up in an explosion. He's like, right. <laughs> he's like, so you saw him make it and then did you get a good look at the guy he's like i couldn't see he had a kabuki mask on and how was he controlling the robots well he's got a neural transmitter helmet that like you know does this he's like all right so let me get this straight you thought your robots got blown up but instead somebody stole them and he's using esp to control the robots and hero's like i mean like when you put it like that it does sound crazy. It does sound a little crazy, <laughs> but essentially... But essentially, yes. yes. That is what happened. Meanwhile, while that's happening... Baymax <laughs> has um has had, had some punctures yes. in his uh, skin, and he is like... Air is whooshing out of him, and he is taking tape and taping up all of his uh, holes. But the way he does it is so great, because he just like overinflates his arm, and then it's like... And he's like, well, it hisses and whistles. <laughs> right, and he's like, bloop. <laughs> and like, as he and patches what changes. He gets just higher pitched each each one he patches. Like a goddamn loot. <laughs> and like, everybody just kind of stops to look at him. And again, it's this like awkward moment that just goes a little too long, but yeah. is hilarious. And it's great. He's like, like, well, I wish you and your robot well. Time to get home. Yeah, I'll call your parents and have them. And he's like, no, 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 don't call my... No, oh, God, no. Like, I gotta... Oh, and then he just runs away. Right, don't call my parents. Have well, fun. actually, Bye. he tries to get Baymax to, like, validate his story, and Baymax is going low battery. Right, and when Baymax goes low battery, he turns into a drunk child. It's great. Uh, and so, Hero's just like, oh, fuck this. We gotta his, go. Yeah, his speech is really slow. And he's Slurting. like, we jumped out a window. It's great. So they just get home. Uh, and Aunt Cass, in celebration, I made face-melting wings. Uh, right. Celebration. she assumes that he went to school. Well, that's what he tells he, her when he rolls, runs cause out. Because he, he, yeah, because he was gone all day. Mm. He hasn't left the house in, like, four weeks. Uh, but he was gone all day, and he said he was going to go to school. Yeah, she's like, but she's like, I made you the, the face-melting wings. Oh, you're going to feel these tomorrow. And I'm like, this was a great throwaway comment. <laughs> The camera with the face melted. Oh, so good. Yeah, you're gonna feel those tomorrow. Uh, but Eero just needs to get Baymax snuck in past his mom. Mm -hmm. Past with, and, Cass. and Cass, rather. Which I would have just been like, yeah, so I brought some work home. I'm gonna get this situated upstairs and plug him in, and then I'll be right back down to eat the wings. Right. Right, he he's just, a little glitchy. Yeah, he could have just been like, yeah, I brought this like crazy broken robot. It's my project. And she's like, oh, yeah. Tadashi was always bringing shit home. Like we jumped out a window. No, I told you we walked out a door. See, I mean these things. He's, yeah, the neural's a little, you know, yeah, sketchy. I, I, I gotta fix him. I gotta work on some stuff. I'll be right down for the wings. And she and uh, Baymax finds a cat, and he's like, "Furry baby, <laughs> furry <laughs> baby." It's great. It's so good. It's so good. So they uh, get Baymax to the charger, and he gets there really good. Uh, he starts you know getting himself back together he's like 
by the way, where the fuck is Tadashi? Like, he's mm-hmm. like, oh, Tadashi's dead. He's like, oh, that's impossible. He was in great health. I scanned him myself. He's like, no, no, there was a fire and explosion. There was an accident. And um, he's gone. Famous like, oh, well, that sucks. And he just, like, walks over the computer and puts his hand on the monitor, which is not where the brain and the computer works, but, like... They talk to each other, though. The yeah. brain and the monitor. They I talk. Get, yeah. In a way. The chat. Uh, and he starts, like, images start flashing on the screen, and you can see, like, Baymax's eyes kind of flashing as two. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm downloading a database on personal loss. He's like, so, in times of personal loss, it helps to talk about it. Sometimes hugs help. Sometimes talking to friends. I will contact your friends. It's like, no, no, don't contact my friends. Friends contacted. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like a FaceTime message, but on his belly. Yeah. And it's like, hey, hero. What's up? Um, I don't know, guys. They're hoping you're coming in. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I don't know about all that. But, like, I think we need to work on a plan to figure out what's going on. Because whoever stole my shit also blew up the thing. Right. And he he, he made the fire covers tracks. Yeah. So, so we gotta this figure is some, that this is some sinister bullshit. And the cops aren't gonna help us, so it's on our own. It's like Baymax, I'm gonna upgrade you mm-hmm. and and get you to help me figure this out. Like we're going down this alone. Right. And he's like, Would learning karate help me be a better healthcare companion? And he was like Yes. Yes, it would. A hundred percent. Well, he sells it on like... You have to protect me. Like, finding finding out who did this and bringing them to justice would make Tadat, er, would make Hero feel better. better. Mm-hmm. So and it's if you what want Tadashi would have wanted. It's what Tadashi would have wanted. So if you want to make me feel better and do what Tadashi would have wanted, let's avenge this. Mm-hmm. So there is a little training montage to we could be heroes god i love a training immortals montage by... we could be immortals by fallout boy yeah baby's first fallout boy god i still don't love fallout boy I, they I mean, still like fundamentally annoy me which is funny because you are i love terrible music like i'm not in punk terrible punk I love, especially i love terrible punk i was i loved like emo like i Fall Out Boy should be, like, in the center of the Venn diagram of shit I love. Boys with too much eyeliner. Yeah, like that swoop. They're like a swoopy bang. They wore a terrible trucker hat. Like, I'm not opposed on paper to anything that they do. But somehow the sum of its parts <laughs> never hits you. the sum of its parts, I find Fall Out Boy so grating. Mm-hmm. And I do not know why. <laughs> But anyway, so uh, Eero downloads all the programs and fighting instructions onto, like, this little red data card, Mm -hmm. which is important because Tadashi's medical card is green. It's green. And he puts it in with it. Yeah. So there's both. There's a couple slots on on the memory card slot for Baymax's chest. So they've got both. And then they go through their routine of, like, you know, hammer fist. Let's learn from Jujitsu. Like, you know, karate chop, hurricane Mm -hmm. kick. Gummy bears. And it's them at a, like, vending machine getting very the Very get gummy bears at a vending machine. But you make, making a robot use another robot. It's pretty good. To get a snack. Mm-hmm. It's pretty great. Yep. So they also teach fist bump, which mm-hmm. is not a karate move, but it's a way of, like, celebrating. And, like, they do, like, this handshake and then Hero does the The fist bump, bump and the And, um, and Baymax, Baymax. does boom. 
And he's like, it's good enough. <laughs> good enough. That's actually kind of cute. You're ready. Let's go. So they go back to the warehouse. Mm-hmm. And it's empty. Um, but they still have a little, he's still got the microbot in the dish. Right. He sells the one. So he can use it as a compass to find where it's going. And he takes off like single-mindedly watching this thing and almost walks straight into the harbor mm-hmm. and gets pulled back in by Baymax at the last moment. And they're like, okay, what does this mean? When Kabuki Mask like comes out of the fog in a wave of microbots yes carrying him carrying him and also a piece of equipment mm-hmm. this is the first time we see the bird logo yes and um they hide rightfully so right they're like what when the friends show up when they're like hey you called us hey so glad to hear from you it's great to reach out like, right right and uh and baymax gave us your like gave us your location we've been tracking you we're like hey chinatown like let's eat some lunch <laughs> yeah and also why is baymax wearing like carbon fiber underpants like seems this not... is weird all right whatever and Baymax's like, we should all share our emotions. It's sometimes very free to talk about it. And Fred just stands up and goes, hello, my name is Fred. It's been 30 days since, oh my gosh, because Kabuki Mask is picking up a storage, like a trucker container. And like throwing it at them. And throwing it at them. And they're like, okay. Like, so why is this guy trying to kill us? And Honey Lemon's like, let's not jump to conclusions. We don't know he's trying to kill us. Well, they're like driving away in the car and he's like, yeah, let's not jump to the conclusions. We don't know he's trying to kill us. And then he throws a card and he's like, oh yeah, they're trying to kill us. Like, what? What the fuck? We just came to like have lunch. Like, he, I just wanted some dumplings. Like, what? Yeah. Like, I did not sign up for this. And Wasabi is driving mm-hmm. and he keeps stopping at the stop lines and Gogo's like, don't stop at the stop signs. We're in a chase. Like, you run the lights. And then he's, like, using his turn signal. He's like, like, are you fucking signaling? (laughs) Are you kidding me right now? He's like, you have to indicate your, like... It's the law. It's the law. And she's like, there are no laws in a fucking car chase. So she, like, takes her gum out, sticks it on the dash, reaches over under Wasabi's seat. He's like, wait, what? And she just jams his seat. She pushes him all the way back. All the way back and stands between him... And right, essentially, like sits on his lap, uh, so she can reach the pedals. She has no drives. personal space concerns, right? But also, they're in a car crash. Some shit so, needed to happen, and, and Wasabi was not doing it. No, so there's a whole car chase, and it is mostly Wasabi screaming, <laughs> and and go go going, going very fast in a car that does not want to go very it's fast. Like a Yugo, like, it's, it's great. It's, it's a, it's a very... little Japanese K car, yeah, um, kind of thing. It's great. And they, you know, they end up, like, kind of losing him, but then he always kind of catches up with them. And at the very end, he's kind of got them in a circle, like a tunnel of microbots. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to go faster than he could build the tunnel. And they bust through the end of it at the last possible moment, only to realize they're, like, at the end of a pier. Mm -hmm. And they go into the water. They go into the water. And sink to the bottom. But fortunately, they have Baymax. Right, who is also a personal flotation device. So he just floats He's them like, all to the surface. Turns into a boat. Floats them all to the so- top, and they're soaking wet. And he gets, they get to the shore, and they're like, okay, like, where the fuck are we going to go now? 
And this is when Fred's like, I know a place. Like, let's just go here. And he leads them to... To, like, a big fucking mansion. And they're mm-hmm. like, Fred, you cannot just, like, lead us to any... Like, this is trespassing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, guys, welcome to Mikasa. That's French for front door. And then he let any... Again goes, it's really not... It's really not... And Coco was like, I thought you lived under a bridge, man. <laughs> like, I don't know what we thought, <laughs> that give, this is not You're giving, it. like, real homeless stoner vibes. Uh, but turns out, Fred He's... is a real rich kid. Yeah, which explains the stoner vibes. Which is, and the, I can go to college forever. And never actually accomplish anything. And never anything. actually accomplish anything. Right. Like, yeah, and so... I, don't, I don't need a degree, I can just be an enthusiast. And so, like, they end up going up to his room, and Wasabi walks in, and there's, like, all, there's, like, paintings of him riding a Pegasus with, or Fred riding right. a Pegasus with, but like, a shirt- huge muscleless kit. He's shirtless, but he, like, they've just pasted his head on Fabio. And there's, like, all of these action figures and, like, life-size, like, animals and monsters all over the place. And Wasabi just goes, if a dude in the wasabi mask hadn't just attempted to kill us with microbots. This would be the weirdest thing I'd ever seen. <laughs> I was like, that's good observation. Right, but this is second now because this was a weird day. Yeah. Um, so Eero immediately runs over in the corner. He's drawing the logo, the bird logo. He's like, mm-hmm. does anybody know what this is? And Fred leans over and goes, it's a bird. And he's like, yes. Yes. But does like, anyone recognize this logo? It was on... Uh, the equipment that the guy, the kuku, the kabuki mask guy had. Mm-hmm. And so they start talking and they're like, what, what the hell just happened? And so Eero catches everybody up. Like, these are my microbots. Like, I think it's the guy, somebody stole it. Right. He's, from... at, the, he's at the fire covers tracks, you know, like. They're like, that all makes sense. Okay. Sure. But who would want to steal your microbots? And Fred's like, oh, I know this one. And he starts handing out like comic books books and they're like okay so this villain is so and so and he's this kind of industrialist this villain was so and so and he's some sort of tech bro this villain is so what are you trying to say he's like it's obvious it's a tech this is a you know super villain origin story like he's stealing your tech to become a villain duh (laughs) right and they're like okay but like who he's like it was alistair cray Obviously. Right. right. He wanted your microbots and you wouldn't sell it. And like, Alistair's not used to like, mm-hmm. pe- like people saying no. So obviously mm-hmm. he stole your stuff. He probably didn't mean for Tadashi to die, but he was willing to take that risk. Like, right. Obviously that's the story. Got to break a few eggs. So we can, we, we got to figure out what we want to do with this information and Hero's like, yeah, well, the cops are useless. He's like, well, of course, you know, of course. that They never call the cops. You got to find a hero. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, we could be the heroes. And Baymax is like, also, like, I scanned him. I know I, I know he's also, like, allergic to peanuts. <laughs> and he's like, all the <laughs> stuff. Whatever. And they're like, wait, you got a good and scan of him? blood type and everything. He's like, if you, if you saw him again, would you recognize him? He's like, affirmative. He's like, okay, so, like, here's what we'll do. We'll upgrade Baymax so we can scan all of New... Or all, all of San Francisco. Tokyo. Which, again, this is where consent, like, really starts yeah. getting shady. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, you'd have to scan everyone in San Francisco, which would take, I don't know, forever. And he's like, well, not if we 
uh, upgrade his thing where he can scan everyone all at once. Like, this is, yeah, this is some real, uh, shoot, what is that dystopian future? Uh, Attica? Uh, there's so many. Yeah, I pick one. Uh, Minority Report. Minority Report. This is some real Minority Report bullshit right here. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Gattaca. Where mm-hmm. do they have, like... I did not watch Gattaca. It's pretty good. Uh, you, I don't think you would hate it. I mean, yeah. But, um, so they're like, we're going to upgrade Eero, or we're going to upgrade Baymax. Right, so we can scan everyone all at once. But we might as well upgrade ourselves, too. Right, let's everyone get an upgrade. So, so like, we're not superheroes, we're just us. Like... Yeah, but, like, we're super smart, and that's, like, a lot of what superheroes get. And you're like, that's true, but also... They're comic books. <laughs> right. They're fiction. But, like, at no point was he like, Honey Lemon, you pushed 500 pounds of tungsten carbide. Like, yes. Up a ramp. Like, girl, you can do this. You, you got this. <laughs> but they don't They don't go with her superhuman strength. They, in fact, give her, like, this little, like, clutch purse that makes, uh, it's like some sort of mobile chemistry lab that yeah. can make little balls of destruction. Yes, makes little balls of like cute destruction. Yeah, it is. It's like really pastels. A mm-hmm. lot a lot of pastel destruction. Uh go go, um, they take the wheel technology and instead make it into like rollerblades so she can move around super fast. And she has like little discs on her hands that she can throw. It's pretty cool. Like it's a cool. good look for her. And like she also gets like this like speed skater armored outfit, which mm-hmm. is Good for her. Heidi Lemon's outfit still has a skirt on it. It's yeah, armor. it's pink, and it's a skirt, and it has go-go boots. But, like, maybe she was like, go-go boots are very important to me. Yeah. They're who I am. Well, she has a she has very long legs. She in does. that they're in, organically impossible. <laughs> um, so, like, I say if you have those kind of legs, you flaunt it with a pair of go-go boots. Make right. it even elongate your torso, or elongate your shape even more. You know, be, yeah, lean in. Lean in, man. Lean in. Uh, Fred, uh, gets a monster suit with, like, pogo jump legs that breathes fire. Yeah, that's all he ever wanted. Yeah, so good for him. And Wasabi gets laser hands. And now Baymax also can fly and has, like, this rocket-propelled fist. Right, like a rocket punch. What does Hero get? He gets a purple power suit thing. Right. But no real But no real powers? Yeah, it latches onto the back of... Uh, Baymax. So, so he's the only one who can fly Baymax. I think so. Mm, I don't. That's a real linchpin in your organization. Yeah, would, you would think. I would want some cross training. Yeah, I'd be like everyone should be able to fly Baymax. Well, also like maybe everybody has a small bandolier of those like pastel bombs. Everybody yes. can like roll out on rollerblades. Uh, optional laser hand technology. Like all of them together. You could be one hero, but instead they're like six. Yes. So they have like maybe they have like a dominant hmm. and then a a secondary. But um, we then go into a flying montage where Baymax is testing out his new wings and his rockets Mm -hmm. and almost kills Hero several times. Right, where he's like, more thrust, more thrust. He's like, ah, less thrust. Ah, more thrust. Like, you need a dial. Like, you really need to dial in. You gotta maybe read a book on uh, aeronautical engineering before <laughs> you... Just going straight into that. Just are like, let's fly! But they end up, at the end of the day, sitting on top of one of the balloon turbine things that's power, powering 
mm-hmm. San Tokyo or whatever. Uh, and he's like, all right, you, you ready for this Baymax? You ready for your scan? And he's like, yep. Sure, oh, man. All right. So they scan and he locates. He locates the man. And he's out mask. on an island, uh, which I believe would be like. Is that Alcatraz-ish? I mean, Alcatraz is an island. Like, it's in the middle of the bay. Yeah. So, I'm going to say it alcatraz is Sure. Um, and they're like, all right, well, let's go do it. So, they pick up the crew, and they've... And this is... Baymax holds the boys in his hands. Right. Uh, Fred and Wasabi. Fred Wasabi. And then uh, Gogo and uh, Honey Lemon and... Hero are on the back, like there's riding. There's not enough out. room, and so they're flying out to the island, and they land. And Fred's like, "Woo, this is awesome!" And they're like, "Oh, this and island." And like, "It would be if I wasn't afraid of heights, but I am." So, so not so much. That's awesome. <laughs> but they get to the island, and it's got big giant quarantine signs all over the place. Uh-huh. They're like, "Do you know what quarantine means?" And Baymax is like, "Quarantine means to be." Declared off limits due to biological or other hazards. Usually should be avoided under penalty of death. And someone's like, oh, this uh, quarantine sign's got like a skull on it. This is not improving. That's awesome. That, yeah. That's great. This Maybe we shouldn't do it. Um, and as they're about to walk into the like bowels of the island, they hear a noise and they just trigger all systems go. Mm-hmm. Fight mode. Let's do this. Uh, but it's just a pigeon and they all missed it. Yeah. And they're like, okay, so... So that didn't go great. Maybe right. we're not ready. And that's when we get Fred's Angels song. Well, uh, Wasabi cuts their way in through, like, this giant door with his laser hands. Mm-hmm. And it's also a great moment because he, like, kind of starts cutting and you see him making the circle. It's but like, like wiggly It's Yeah, and then the circle doesn't quite line up at the bottom. And he's like... And then he just, like, hacks the bottom and pushes it over. And they're like, yeah, good enough. Yeah. Like, I always thought, you know, in, like, Star Wars, where they cut the door perfect circle, perfect circle with the lightsaber. Like, how much training did that take? Like... How how many half uh, half circle uh, holes did you leave in spaceships before, before you, you got here? You got that technique done. How many, like, is there a guy that just, like, forges solid doors for the Jedi Academy? Right, just to, like, just to practice. Practice doors? I don't know. Yeah. Um... But they get in and they start poking around. Fred, this is where Fred is singing Fred Angels. Fred's Angels. Dun, dun, dun. So good. Uh, harnessing the power of the sun from the ancient amulet they found in the attic. Dun, dun, dun. The amulet is green. Dun, dun, dun. It's probably an emerald. Dun, dun, dun. And uh, Wasabi's like, I will laser hand you in the face. If you do <laughs> if not, you do not sh- shut the fuck up. And so he just like kind of Fred just kind of stops and puts he a little like, distance. He hums a little bit though. Like, yeah, he keeps he's humming, still, but he's like five steps still, back. Like, and that song is very catchy and has been in my head for like six years. Yeah, good. So. Yeah, yeah. Honey Lemon finds the room, mm-hmm. the big wrecked room, and they look in and they're like, "Hey, there's the logo for the bird. Like, we're here. This is lines are connecting. Now, what the heck's going on?" Um... And then they find the control room. Yes. And the monitors are still working. Apparently. Still working, and they're still they're still playing the uh, the video. The video. The video is of an experiment that's happening mm-hmm. where uh, Alistair Craig. Yes, has uh, a general. 
a bunch of high big wig military folks yes out and they have these portals and he throws a hat through the portal and it comes out the other portal without going in between like it teleports yes and then somebody throws it in the second portal and it comes back and they're like and here you go by the way you can see the implication here like that's interesting yeah yeah it's like but i didn't just throw you you know come and like when the hat goes through the portals and back, Fred's on the corner. He's like, ooh, magic hat. Ooh, magic hat. <laughs> and he's, but then Craig's like, I didn't just come here to show you a hat. We have a human cest. And they're getting ready to launch Abigail mm-hmm. through this portal. And um, as it's keying up, there's like a power fluctuation or something and now it's just like ah, something goes wrong yeah i think we're still in good here it looks good everything nominal all right cool go ahead they launch her through the portal and right after the portal like cracks cracks and freaks out and the other side shuts down and they can't get her out they lose containment starts sucking everything in and they have to shut down the experiment oh no like oh, just no. everything's done and as they're getting to that moment, all of a sudden this giant concrete block flies over their head. And... It's the guy in the kabuki mask. Yeah. And they have a fight with him. Uh, and they do not do well. They really don't. They really don't. They get spanked pretty hard. Mm-hmm. It goes really badly until Baymax steps in. Right. And uh, Hero and Baymax kind of beat him up a little bit. And um, knocks his mask off. Baymax knocks the mask off Kabuki guy. Mm-hmm. And, and Hero it's... is livid. And he's like, all right, Cray, stand up. Like, we need to talk. Like, you you killed my brother. Prepare to die. Kind of. Right, right. Like, you will, you will find justice. But, but then it's not Alistair Cray at all. It's Callahan. Professor Callahan. It was like, you sh- I thought you were dead. Yeah. And he's he's like, no, like, I'm sorry about your brother. It was not supposed to happen. Like, mm-hmm. and then Baymax lands in and Hero's like, all right, hold on. And he pops. Well, because it, it's not, he, he he's not apologetic. He's like, you, I thought you were dead. And he's like, I had your, uh, your microbus to protect me. And he's like, but. Tadashi went in to save you, and he's like, that was Tadashi's mistake. Like, yeah, yeah that, that's that was, true. That was his he's problem. He was very cold about he was, that. He was, not, he was not chill. I feel like if he was chill about it, like, maybe there would have been a different uh, response. But he was like, no, fuck this guy. And uh, he was like, Betamax, you need to destroy him. And he's like, uh, my programming prevents me from destroying people. And they're like, cool, we're just going to take out that programming then. <laughs> and then Baymax goes red-eyed and evil and starts mm-hmm. trying to kill... Callahan. Right. And the other members of uh, the Big Hero 6 are fighting Betamax then. Yeah. Because they're like, no, 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 we didn't we didn't sign up for the murder. Like, we said we'd find him, but not kill him. Like, yep. no. And while they're fighting, Callahan grabs the, the mask, puts it back on, and uses the microbots to make his escape. Mm-hmm. And so Honey Lemon is able to get the Tadashi card back into Baymax, shut everything down, and Hero is livid so mad so mad they lost his chance uh baymax do the scans even find him again nope scanners busted can't track him Mm -hmm. fuck like right 
And he takes Bad Max and flies back home and just leaves the rest of his team abandoned on a creepy island. And they're like, wait, uh... Like, maybe our 14-year-old should not be in charge. Yeah. So the hero gets back to his garage, fixes the scanner, and then he's like, all right, we need to do this. So he, like, goes to remove the Tadachi card, and Baymax is like, yeah, no. Like, he won't open the access panel. He's like, mm-hmm. nope, not giving it up. Right, is is this what Tadashi would have wanted? And he's like, it doesn't matter, Tadashi's dead. And he's like, no, Tadashi's right here. No, he's gone. Yes, but I have... Here, let me show you. And he's, his chest can do this, like, video wall thing. Mm-hmm. And it shows Tadashi setting up Baymax. Like right, the all fir- of the iterations. All the iterations, like the 80-some-odd iterations it took to get him to work. But also, like, only 80? I know, right? Tadashi was very smart. Yeah, he was. And the last thing that pauses is, you know, Tadashi going, wait till my brother sees you. You're going to help so many people. Like, and he's, like, genuinely happy and, like, just, like, almost in tears that he's mm-hmm. got it to work. And he's like, this is what your brother wanted. That's what your brother wanted. Not this. Like right. he wanted to help people. So, as that happens, Fred and the crew show back up. Apparently, they took Fred's family's helicopter. Right. We just Heath Cliff came over with the family chopper mm-hmm. and picked us all up. But like, uh, don't do that. That was not cool. Yeah. And also, they have a flash drive that apparently, while they're waiting for the cop- chopper, they got the video off, and they're like, "We need to show you this." And it shows that Abigail and Callahan were hugging before the mission. Mm-hmm. And when you see Abigail sitting down in the pod, you can read on her side. Right. Her last name. It's, it says H. Callahan on her like, yeah. uh, on name her tag. Name tag. And then it, they skip to after the big catastrophe. And Callahan comes running in and is like, what did you do? You You killed her. Like, you killed my daughter. Like. You should have listened. It wasn't safe. You're so reckless. And they're like, oh, this isn't like like millionaire industrialist story. This is a revenge story. This is a revenge story. And he's like, I have comic books for that. Yeah. <laughs> but also, we kind of know where this is going now. Yes. Because also the next day, Cray is opening a new campus. New campus. He just abandoned his old campus with like birds and quarantine and... Uh, videos he didn't manage to wipe off the computers. Well, I feel, yeah, okay, so that was problematic. But also I feel like maybe he's opening this campus as a, um, like, the expo that blowed up. Like, maybe he had something to do with that. Yeah, okay. He's trying to help some stuff here. Or maybe he's just, like, opening a Googleplex slash Apple, you know. Right, he was like, I mean, maybe, like, maybe land is cheap. (laughs) He's in New, because it was because it was exploded. Yeah, he's he's in San Francisco, Tokyo. Like yeah. they're on the mainland now. They're land not is, on the, land is not cheap. They, there's no land cheap there. Um, and as he's giving this blovational speech with his glass of champagne, Callahan shows up. Right in the kabuki mask with uh, all his microbuds and grabs Cray and starts like assembling this lattice work around. Mm-hmm. and takes his mask off and Cray's like, Callahan, I thought you were very dead. Um, I'm very confused what's going on right now. And what it is is Callahan's putting together the teleporter, like the intake teleport side. Yeah, all the pieces. And he's going to power it up and then suck this entire campus 
into oblivion and then let Cray go in afterwards. That's his plan. Right. His his plan is just revenge. Just pure, simple revenge. Going to take everything away from Cray. Right. You took everything I ever loved. I'm going to take everything you ever loved. Which is basically himself. And then himself I'll be even science. and I'll be fulfilled. Well, that's what happens because uh, the team shows up and Hero does mention, he's like, listen, I understand. Like, revenge is not going to solve this. Like, there's no... There's there's no, like, good way out. Right, right. And you're feeling some very big feelings right now. So maybe, like, step it down, see yes. a counselor, let's figure it out. But no, they end up in a big fight scene. And, again, the team does. At first, they do not do well. Right. Uh, but then, uh, from a rousing speech from Hero, it was like, use those big brains of yours to think a way out. Like, do another angle, blah, 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 blah. They all come up with... Uh, creative ways to use their powers to fight. Also, Hero notices that the suction part of the the portal is mm -hmm. pulling in microbots. Yes. And so, if we can get enough microbots through the portal... There just won't be enough. There won't be enough, and, and Callahan can't fight if he doesn't have any bots to fight with. So, they they end up kind of fighting a war of attrition in, like, three minutes. Right, where they suck up all the microbats through the portal. Yeah. And there's just not enough microbats. And they end up um, getting the mask off of Callahan and kind of everything just disintegrates. Like you're going to jail for a long time. But the portal's still going. Right. And they got to figure out what's going there. And, and Baymax is, like, does a scan of just the infinity that is the portal and it's like, oh, there's some life. There's some life force in there. Like, it's female. They're in hypo. They're in hypersleep. Like, you know, just FYI. Yep. And they're like, oh, it must be Abigail. So Hero decides he's got to go get her. He's got to save her. Right. Him and Baymax. That's what Tadashi would have wanted. That's what Tadashi would have wanted. So they get into the portal. It's like this real fractal gas cloud. It looks very weird. Yeah, very uh, trippy. It's interesting that the portal has air and an atmosphere. Like, well, that is very interesting to me. So, uh, Eero's wearing a full mask. Spacesuit-ish kind of thing. I so don't think he is. He's got a mask on. He's got, like, a clear... He's got a clear glass. Okay. Like, bike helmet almost. But, like... Mm -hmm. So, and Abigail is in... Abigail's in a pod. Pod. And, uh, and Hero's a robot. robot or so not, yeah, Bamax is a robot. robot. I didn't think Hero's suit was like... I think it's got a face mask. Hermetically sealed. It doesn't seem like it really is, but like... So like, I don't care if you're wearing a bike helmet. If you go out into space, your head's still gonna explode. Fair. Even if it's a full face motorcycle Even helmet. Even if it's a full face motorcycle helmet. You're still in trouble. It's still like way, way too much. But they do avoid all the wreckage. They get to Abigail's pod and they start pushing her back towards the entrance mm -hmm. when they get whacked by a big chunk of concrete. Right. But Baymax protects them. Mm -hmm. Only, like... Only it sacrifices himself. Yeah. And he's like, I don't have enough energy to get you back. And, like, us all back anymore. But there is a way. There is a way I can save you. So and it's with his power fist. Right. So the thing that Eero meant as like an offensive weapon ends up being the thing that saves the day mm -hmm. by not being an offensive weapon. He's like, weapon. but I have, I have to, I have to divert Deactivate. all my power 
to this power fist. And so to do that, I have to deactivate. And so you have to say that you're satisfied with your care. What kind of bullshit is that? Like, I feel like he should be able to just do that. Like, that should be the one of his programming <laughs> rules. It's like, if you need to save a life, you can just shut you down. You can just shut down. Like, do whatever it takes. You don't have to go through this thing. But it's a big emotional moment where Eero's like, no, no, you got to come with us. Right, there has to be another way. There's got to be another way. I, like, can, I can think of another way. And it's like, Hero, we have no time. We have no time for you to think. Like, we got to get I out. Am, I am, And I do like that he's like, I am confident that you could find another way. But we don't have time. Yeah. And so Hero finally says, I'm satisfied with my care. They And... Baymax deactivates and like pushes him through the portal. They make it out just in time as the portal explodes. As the portal explodes and collapses. They land safely somehow on the other side. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know what. Con- conveniently, like a mattress factory. I don't know. Yeah. And the friends all run up and like, oh my gosh, you got it. And they're like, wait, where's Baymax? And the, he's like, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't make, make it. it. And they all are appropriately sad about right, that. They're like, oh, here, I'm so sorry. And then, like, they're wheeling Abigail away in a, to an ambulance, uh, like paramedics are. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what's your name? Abigail Callahan. Okay. You're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. You. And, like, they roll her by Callahan, mm-hmm. who's being put in the back of a police car, as they say, you're going to be okay. And you can, like, see him, like, looking at her and hearing that and kind of, like, okay. Like... Yeah. All this bullshit was worth it if my daughter's okay. I mean, also he's going to be in jail for a really long time. Because the death of another human yeah. in the commission of a crime. Yeah. Plus he destroyed that whole building. Yeah, yeah. And the people, the person that owned that whole building was rich. <laughs> and has some lawyers. Lawyers, so he, that's going to be bad. I mean, like, Tadashi dying, like, I mean, you'll get a wrongful death suit, but, like, it'll be nothing. But, like, right. Cray's going to own that man and all of his inventions. Yikes, yikes, yikes. And so the team's hanging out at Cass's and start to go back to school. And then Hiro actually is back at school. And he's inherited Tadashi's old office because that's how that works. Right. Not weird at all. And he's putting the fist, Mm -hmm. uh, the um, Baymax fist that saved him on a shelf. Right. Like as a memento. Yeah. And he gives it a fist bump and does a da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And as he walks away, he realizes in the fist. Is Tadashi's control, like. Green card. Green card. And he's like, wait. And so he gets an idea and he rebuilds. He can rebuild the body. He the can body. rebuild him. Yeah. It's like a Make Robocop. him stronger, faster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he does. And now he's back and he's... And he puts the chip in and not only is Baymax back, but Baymax remembers him. Yes. And then there's a montage of them like flying through the city, being the heroes, just like Tadashi would have wanted. I'm like, no! Tadashi <laughs> had no concept that you guys were going to be superheroes. He was just building, like, a paramedic. Right. Tadashi was just like, healthcare costs are out of control. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah. That's a big jump from healthcare costs are out of control to... To, like, let's be superheroes. superheroes. Like, yeah, I think maybe not what Tadashi might... Had idea. Maybe, maybe not. But again, Fallout Boy credits and some Fall comic Boy, Boy references, and it's yeah. good. And then there's the tag on scene. Yes, yes, with uh, Fred, with Fred's dad, 
Mm-hmm. Played by Stanley. Stanley in a cameo. Yeah, apparently Stanley is a superhero, which is why he's never around. Mm-hmm. He's always like off on the family island. Yeah, apparently not. He's mm-hmm. he's been heroing it up, and so he's like, we got a lot of things to talk about, Fred. Now that you've proved yourself worthy of my affection, right, right, and now that you're like a secret superhero, I'm also a secret superhero, and we can have a relationship. <laughs> I guess. I guess. And scene. And scene. And then there's like very cute cartoon credits. Yeah. What did we learn from this movie? We could be immortals. Just not for long. For long. That's true. Um, (laughs) Technically. I'm invincible as long as I'm alive. Thank you, John Mayer. Yeah, I'm just going to quote terrible songs. Terrible 90s music. (laughs) Um, No. But no, it was, I mean, again, family is what you make it. Family is what you make it. Um, Like, good friends can come together to do great things. Grief makes you do weird things. Yeah, grief is a wild ride. Yeah. And like, maybe don't, don't make any big decisions when you're in the real throes of grief. Yeah, that's probably a good lesson. Right, like, don't. Decide, now is the time I take over the world. Uh, Like, you know, put a pin in that. Give yourself a couple of months, go to counseling, uh, and then be like, you know what? I still want to take over the world. Then go for it. Like, in the meantime, (laughs) like, don't even go bangs. No. Like, you don't need that. Yeah, you don't, you don't need that. No, just like, nothing from bangs to taking over the world. Like, that whole decision tree just kind of goes straight. Let yourself feel your feelings and work through them. Before before you make any big decisions. Please. I think that's the best. <laughs> that's thing we can get there. So. Yeah. Everyone in this movie has so much fucking trauma. So much. So much. So much trauma. So many things to unpack. But yeah. But they were... I they, was... they did find channeling their trauma into, you know, vigilanteism. Tale as old as time. Batman approves. Batman does approve. Um, except not for other people doing it, only for himself. Only for himself. He's like, no, that was for me. And I was, that was like, my shtick. Bitch, you can afford therapy. I will say, I do appreciate the character in this movie. I love how none of the characters are really flat, but none of the mm-hmm. characters are like really overly complicated either. No one is so dark and gritty either. No, like, but, but also no one is like completely oblivious to the realities of the world like yeah but both are people are well balanced yeah very well balanced and also funny like mm-hmm. everybody's this written w- really well this movie well. is well written the dialogue is snappy yeah uh i yeah this movie's great it's one of my favorite marvel films yeah probably it probably. really is it's up there it's one that my kids watched first mm-hmm. it was their first of the marvel films because it should be because it's yeah like that but it was good i enjoyed it i recommend everybody go watch it yeah it's it's a good movie yeah and on that note please parent responsibly please parent responsibly